The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights to how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm absolutely delighted and honored today to welcome two spokesmen for the Dogon peoples, the ancient peoples of Egypt, who have made the decision to step up and speak out into the world to support us on this awakening journey. Big by Inej Neymar and Naba Irita Shenmira are my guests today, and I'd just love to give you both the opportunity to introduce yourselves. Give us just a short bit of background about who you are, so perhaps Big Bai, you could start. Well, greetings, um, Marion, and greetings to all of your listeners. I'm very honored to be a part of this forum that um, allows for... Um, information to be shared around the world. Um, my name is Big Bai Inej Nima. I am born and raised um, here in the United States um, where I'm currently on the phone. And it was in the early 90s that I crossed paths with a Dogon Kemetic high priest and Master Naba, and from that period, um, I became his apprentice and was introduced to um, the Dogon traditions and the knowledge that they had been carrying since the time of um, the occupation of what we call now ancient Egypt. Um, we started the Earth Centers here in the United States um, and has since opened five schools of thought and spirituality and a culture that all deals with uh, the Dogon um, knowledge and traditions and the comedic um, civilizations. And I um, am very honored to do this work. And being that I'm from the United States, and I spent a lot of time in Merita. It's the name that we call Africa. Um, it's a it's very rare um, experience for me because I understand both cultures. And um, the work is very important because it allows 
my experiences in the West and my experiences in the traditions to come together and kind of like become a bridge um, for those here in the West and to, you know, bring everyone together. That's part of my work and I'm very honored and feel very blessed to do this work. Thank you, Big Bai, and really appreciate your, your work and stepping up in this way. And like you, I tend to act as a bridge, too, between the different realms. So I really appreciate the work that you're doing. So, Irata, tell us about you. Thank you. Irata, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Peter. Uh, Yeah, good day to to everyone. And, uh, yeah, this is an honor for us to come, to come out and share uh, the knowledge, share the spiritual knowledge, the culture of uh, our people. I know the Dogon have been for some time the the main focus of uh, most of the researchers, and uh, many informations uh, came out, and uh, many books came and talking about the Dogons and what who they are and what they do. Uh, really, this is a, a good equation, good opportunity for. Uh, for us to come out and you know share with people. Uh, yeah, my name is Erita uh, Shenmira Naba from uh, the Naba bloodline from the eastern uh, part of uh, the Burkina Faso, Gumanche people. So we are a bloodline. I'm coming from a bloodline of uh, priests who have been taking care of uh, uh, the spiritual life of uh, the, the Egypt or Kemetic civilization uh, for thousands and thousands of years. And uh, this is, uh, <clears throat> at the same time, an opportunity to really greet the memory of uh, Master Naba, who was the one to be granted the permission, though the privilege to go out and share before even Iba and I start doing the work after he passed away. So yeah, I'm just you know. So Irita, what is your what is your connection to Master Naba? Yeah, Master Naba is uh, my my father. So you're and, part uh, you're you're part of the direct lineage then. Yeah, I'm part of the Daniel lineage, as uh, as the tradition has uh, do. Uh, when the father passed, the son made sure to uh, for his father's name not to be, you know, or his father's name or his father's work to keep going. So this is like uh, a very great, uh, as you say, like duty for every every child who has like someone who started something being his father or his mother and once the person is not available or there, once the person is not there to do it you will have to step up and do it so really that's uh, my the position i'm really like taking to step up to make sure uh, this work keep going to help humanity you know humanity needs to know the reality, humanity needs to know what really like uh, is about spirituality and traditions and culture. 
So thank you, Rita, for you also taking the responsibility on uh, of, of your tradition. Yeah. yeah. So just tell us a little bit about what, what happened to the Dogon. Why did they leave Egypt and, uh, and come to Africa? Uh, Egypt, really, this is, uh, I mean, the country we just call right now Egypt is uh, for us being like a camp people, camp people like people from uh, the continent of Africa. We don't consider Egypt as a, a place where, you know, the civilization started. This Egypt is just like a political country. It's something that comes with uh, the colonization and the politics. So uh, the time uh, we, we talk about is uh, really like the Egypt that was uh, the Egypt, the one that was covering like the whole uh, uh, north, west, east Africa, and uh, even like uh, uh, south Europe. And uh, some part of Asia and all that, that's really uh, what we call Egypt. So uh, that name just came to me, like, uh, you know, be given to this country, this political country, uh, as uh, Egypt, maybe because the, the pyramids were, you know, found there and anything like that. But really, our people uh, migrate from uh, what we call. Uh, upper age, I mean lower Egypt, the place where uh, people call Egypt right now is like the the lower Egypt. So our people migrate from there because of the invasion of uh, uh, the Arabs, the Persian, the the Greeks, the Roman. You know when they started like trying to invade the our people and uh, you know take the knowledge, not really like take a snatch. Uh, whatever is there as uh, valuable for those people. So when they came, really, they took everything, you know, gold, uh, diamond, anything that, you know, is like material, you know, wealth and things like that. And this is really like with purpose. Our ancestors just made sure to leave everything to them because really they were looking for gold and everything. That at some at some point we have to really like go. Uh, they have to leave uh, that place, and in order to be able to preserve the the knowledge, preserve the the, the culture uh, of uh, the ancestors. So that's really like the main reason we have to migrate. And when we were my, uh, they were migrating, they made sure to go down south to you know like. Across the, the the Sahara Desert, because really uh, at that time those people were very scared to cross the Sahara Desert, and uh, that's why we we like uh, uh, migrate to uh, West Africa, around West Africa and some part of uh, uh, Eastern Africa and the middle middle part of uh, Africa, so just to be able to preserve ourselves. So in preserving ourselves, uh, the, the, the information uh, about the pyramids and what was actually going on there, presumably uh, the people took with them, uh, the Dogon of the time took with them. So, so presumably the information about the pyramids we have now is somewhat limited and not necessarily true. Uh, yeah, preserving the pyramid is uh, 
I mean, like, would it, I don't think they were really trying to preserve the pyramid because uh, when the the invader when they came, whatever they were looking for is just you know the material stuff that was there, and uh, they didn't understand really like what you know is uh, what the 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 pyramids are and what they consist you know uh, like when building them what's the reason what's the goal you know of building them and things like that it's not just you know like uh, people say like tombs it's not just tombs it's like much much more than you know tombs and things like that so we didn't try to really like preserve you know the, the pyramids you know, we try to preserve the knowledge that brought you know uh birth that gave birth to those pyramids and are you able to tell us Iritar, a little bit about what the pyramids are really why they were really there and what they why they were formed yeah at some point yeah we can we can talk about those things at some extent you know but not really like uh, uh in the way of trying to reveal you know secret we have uh, our commandments Yes. That say, you know, in the initiation, that said, that shall not reveal secrets. <laughs> so, okay. really, yeah, really, we can talk about some of them, not really like go deep in it, but, yeah. you know, uh, those pyramids are like, how do you say, like a cornerstone of uh, the uh, flow of energies on Earth compared to the Orion, uh, to the constellation, not just Orion, but to uh, the constellation, you know, in uh, you know, in the sky and in the universe. So those pyramids were were built in order to keep, you know, uh, the earth and to keep the flow of energies, like what we call bioali, to keep everything like in harmony. So that you know, when people like uh, uh, like, like the pharaoh, when the pharaoh die, the pharaoh that place become like the place uh, for him to to rest. And uh, or maybe when the priest die, that's a place where the priest will rest to keep, you know, uh, being part of the, the dialogue, the dialogue of energies of uh, uh, of the earth and the uh, with the rest of the universe. So they didn't uh, really take, you know, anything from the pyramids. They didn't really like. I mean, wonder. To how to preserve it because this is something very big, too much big to really like say that uh, we can we can preserve, you know, like we can we will try to preserve, you know, like everyone can see that even uh, the modern society, the modern researchers, they made sure to go there and you know uh, break you know our ancestors' rest by you know trying to study their bodies and trying to study what. Uh, was involved in building those kind of things, but I just want our listening to uh, to understand that those pyramids are with uh, a very high spiritual uh, value, very very high, involving evolving the, the 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 harmony, the balance of uh, life and the balance of energies on Earth. So maybe those places were like you know invaded and you know like uh, they brought like a disgrace, you know, on those kind of places and you know and maybe that's the main that's the reason why people are like you know I mean the earth is uh, looking the same the way it's looking right now 
you know, everything just like, you know. Thank you, Rita. Uh, we're actually coming up to our, we're just coming up to our first break, and when we return, we'll be hearing the message of the Dogon. Speed of tongue for awakening to conscious co-creation. Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And just before the break, Irita was talking about the pyramids of Egypt, and of course, I'm going to be going there in February on a sacred site tour with um, Finbar Ross. And if anybody's interested in joining us, and I would love Iratar and Big Bite to join us for that trip, uh, just go to www.CelticMysticalJourneys.com, and you can have a look at the uh, the trip that we have planned for the second half of February. Big Bite, I just want to bring uh, bring you back into the conversation and ask you. Uh, how does the work in the West support this work that uh, Iritar was talking about? Well, everything that we're doing in the West, even the way that um, the government itself is structured, even the way the the states and the cities um, are structured as far as um, the different decision makers and things like this. All of these things comes from a model. And these models, it comes from the traditions of the place that we call Medita, or people commonly know as Africa. Um, the work that we're doing specifically regarding the traditions it's the same as far as what they're doing over there. It's so many people in the diaspora that has been disconnected from the traditions. It creates a sense of disorientation. And when one becomes disoriented without even knowing, um, it would be a a, a thankless task 
to get back to what really allows us to preserve life, to preserve our, our future descendants, and our survival really depends on these things. So what is being taught in Merita, in the initiation camps and things like this, we are teaching these things here in the West. Specifically, we're teaching um, the language, the Medu Nater, um, or the Medu Ma'it, which is commonly known as the hieroglyphics that you will see when you go to um, Egypt. We're teaching people how to read, how to write, and how to speak that language because it's a very, very powerful language. Um, and it does more than just allow one to communicate with another. Um, another aspect that we're bringing here um, that's coming directly from there is what we call the Ka'at Ibi. And the Ka'at Ibi is the oldest systems of what we call now um, meditation that comes out of the Nile Valley temples and this is where all of the systems of like um, Tai Chi and um, yoga and all of these different um, components um, it comes from these places and we also um, are teaching the practice of healing uh, using traditional natural herbs how to check the body and how to heal the body using what nature um, has given to us in order to preserve ourselves. Um, so with those three things, these three, um, these three that I just mentioned, these three aspects of the culture um, are really the backbone to any people, if their goal is survival, if their goal is spiritual um, evolution um, and preservation. And these are the things that we are um, um, teaching here in the West that are still being maintained and preserved back home. So earlier you mentioned disorientation and the suggestion that the Western world is somewhat out of balance. And so are these the ways then that you would uh, help people here to restore that balance again? Absolutely, absolutely. Because the thing is, there's something that we all have in common. And we all have a mother and we all have a father. If you are a human being, you have a mother and a father. And your mother and father have a mother and a father, and it continues and continues. These people, if we go down that line, this is what we call our ancestors. The myth or the education teaches us here in the West that when your relative dies, then, hey, they're just dead. They can't do anything for you. They can't do nothing for you. They're dead and you know, maybe they're going to heaven or they're going to hell or whatever the case may be. But the traditions show us and it teaches us and it's never stopped. Um, it never moved away from the concept of when a relative dies and become an ancestor, you raise them to that level of becoming an ancestor through different rituals and, and, and offerings. And now that person, whoever it may be, 
is put in a position now where they become very, very active in your life. So now that your life becomes uh, magnified, the theory that there's one destiny for an individual on earth is something that was brought by a new thought, you know, that's very infantile. Um, it's an infantile theory that came about that there's just one destiny. Um, the culture and the the mystery schools that we went through the initiations and we teach now, it gives us more um, more clarity on that. And it's not necessarily one destiny. And there's another destiny that can be affected, but only through and only under certain conditions. And these conditions are based on your relationship with your ancestors because they didn't, only the body left, you know, only the body left and they just changed forms. Nothing was lost and nothing was gained. So there's so much power that's behind all of us that we're not tapping into or we're not utilizing that will give us the answers that we're looking for, that will give us the ability to excel or succeed more in life in the right way. And these are the type of things that when you don't have it, it is, it dis you become disoriented because now we are embracing values that does not belong to us and it did not belong to our ancestors. It all came about through political reform and um, colonialization and, you know, conquered, you know, places that were conquered and things like this. So it's like spending someone around 20 times and then you say, okay, well, now run, run straight. It would be very difficult for that person to run straight if they have such a high level of disorientation and they'll probably fall down many times and never reach their goal. So this is now what we're trying to reintroduce, I would put it like that, to um, the West just to get everyone to come back to um, themselves, who they are the original way of um, their ancestors. And this is something that we all have in common. So, Iritar, you're directly uh, connected to this lineage through your own ancestry. So I'd love for you to comment again on your connection to your own ancestors, uh, immediate, your, your father and beyond. Uh, yeah, uh, my father... Yeah, uh, Big Bite was just talking about uh, a very, uh, you know, critical uh, concept uh, that is uh, destroying, you know, every human being on Earth. And uh, this is maybe due to the new, as you said, the new belief, that the new religions, you know, promoting to forget about, you know, those who gave you life, those who gave you life, those who brought you into existence. Because even if there is a God somewhere in the sky or anywhere, he wasn't able to bring you in life without going through your father uh, and your mother. So for us in, uh, in the initiation, in the tradition here, uh, it's only, there's only one path, one and unique path 
to really like reach the divine world. And to be able to reach the divine world, you will have to go through the same uh, path that the divine world used to bring you uh, in life. So, uh, yeah, my, my relation right now uh, is uh, my father, who is right now a ancestor, is very strong. It's not just Irita, it's just like uh, any uh, one in Merita here in, in Africa, here, who grew up in the tradition and who still like, you know, living by the, the traditions, values and things like that. Everyone, everybody will make sure to raise their ancestors to the level of the ancestors for them to be able to affect their destinies. And uh, right now, really, I am very glad and very honored to know that uh, my father, through uh, this uh, connection, is really like helping, is really like helping me to keep going with his work. This is the main reason. In, like, this is his work. He studied everything. He's the one who had the privilege. He's a high priest. I'm not, I'm not yet a high priest. I'm learning. But even right now, he was the one, like, teaching me, giving me the knowledge to really, like, keep learning, to grow, to become uh, someone, you know, to, to contribute with something in, uh, in, uh, in this life. But now that the time, uh, his ancestors also decided uh, for him to go and be with, with them in, uh, in the world of the dead. There's still this connection through which he has to, he is always like uh, giving me the knowledge to keep like guiding me, being from there, guiding me from there, you know, and uh, keep going with uh, everything I'm doing. Uh, really, it's something that every everyone will start looking. We need to start looking into uh, if we really like human beings, and we have uh, at least a mother and a father. And if those mother and father had also like mother and fathers, to understand that those people still those people dead people still live in within us, still live in our blood because the blood that is really running in our vein is just a blood coming from them. We don't own the blood that is in our vein right now. The only thing we can think that we own is our body. And uh, the connection is really like through the bloodline. So I can only, Peter, I can only tell you, go take care of your ancestors. Go feed your ancestors, go reconnect yourself with your ancestors. I will never tell you, come and reconnect with my ancestors because you are not part of my bloodline. And I would not be able to go and uh, do it for you. Thanks, I can Richard. show you how to do it. Oh, thank you. I'd love you to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, how do you, so if you don't mind answering this question, how do you actually have contact with your ancestors? How does that work? Uh, we we have many um, we have many steps many steps and everything involving the spirituality and uh, you know tradition 
Biba was just talking about about uh, orphans and you know ceremonies and things like that. So it's just you know we have the nature. Everybody is in the nature, the universe. We all live in the universe. So we really like you know get into touch. We get to touch our ancestors, you know, through many uh, many channels, which really I can talk about the dreams. Some of the dreams that we receive are just like our ancestors, they like, you know, talking to us. I know maybe if our listeners are like honest with themselves, at least we, each one of them already like saw like one of their ancestors in their sleep. That doesn't mean that, that's the, that's something that means that he is still living within you. He's still living in the universe, but in the energetic, uh, uh, way he's not material anymore. He's just like you know, part of the energies that are like flowing in the universe. So, 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 this, like, uh, so the dream time then is a really important time for you to make contact with the ancestors. Right, but even to achieve, to be able to achieve, you know, that uh, the, the the process of uh, you know having good dreams and uh, those ancestors to come to you in your dreams. Uh, there's a, a very big step. That's why I'm saying that everything goes from step to step. The very first step is, is uh, to learn how to purify your body, to learn how to purify your mind, to learn how to purify your spirit. Once all that is purified, and all that is like, you know, to offerings and things like that, to purify your energies, to allow them to reach you. Because those ancestors are dead. They don't have their bodies. That means that they are very pure. And uh, I'm just a human being. I have a body that sweats. I have a, sometimes I have colds, sometimes I'm sick and, and things like that. So those things, I go to bathroom, all that is like uh, <laughs> purity. It's all the waste all materials, yeah. Irita, yeah, we're, coming up to our, we're coming up to our next break, so I'll have to stop you there. It's a fascinating discussion. It's Peter Tone for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. 7th Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenterJourney.com for more information. Listening on a higher dimension. 7th Wave Network. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, and I am your host, Peter Tung. 
Just wanted to remind you to go to my own website, www.petertung.com. Uh, all sorts of information there as, as the energies are building and uh, passing on all the information and knowledge that I have. And also to www.myheartcenteredjourney.com where we have our Ambassadors of Light program every two weeks. And the next one will be on May 20, 27th. Coming up to the end of the sorry uh, October October <laughs> I'll get this right in a second October the twenty seventh coming up to the end of the Mayan calendar is what I was about to say and uh, also looking at our next uh, landscape zodiac workshop in Scorpio so returning to our discussion Big Boy I'd love you to let us know what the elders in Merita are actually saying about the world today because they have a way of monitoring the world from where they are in their bush. They have a way of checking what's going on in every nook and cranny of the planet. It's a very ancient technology. We know this technology to be called Mtan. And it's through this very ancient, actually Mtan is um, considered the oldest initiatic science known to mankind. Through this ancient technology, they're able to monitor everything on the planet, and it was from these um, readings, per se, that even Master Nava was sent to the West to open up um, the knowledge and start sharing the knowledge, they saw that the world, um, especially in the West, was um, heading down a very destructive um, path. And it got apparently and obviously it reached a peak um, where they could not just sit by um, knowing that they do have the knowledge of how to preserve things and nature and life, they cannot sit by without um, having a voice and trying to um, do some type of damage control. And it was through these um, realizations that they sent Master Naba um, back in the early 90s to the West and what was interesting is that um, when we crossed paths and I became his apprentice, one of the things that he told me um, was the United States was, um, he, didn't, he never wanted to come to the United States. It was only because they sent him that he came. And this was the last place on earth that he wanted to come because of all of the, um, the corruption and um, just the, the, the many things that um, would lead to destruction. So that was back in the, the, the mid-90s. And um, now when I go back, you know, I go back every year for several months during the year, um, live over there. I speak with the elders, of course, every time. And they find what's going on in the West. They, there are many concepts, Peter, that they do not, they can't even comprehend of what's going on in the West. I'll share things with them. And they, I will have to explain it five or six times because 
the concept does not register in their mind as something that makes sense. The knowledge is based on logic. It's based on assessment. It's not based on emotions or how someone feels about something. So when I express things to the elders and let them know what, did you know this is going on in the West? Or do you know that this is going on in the West? It's very difficult for them to understand, to even have grasp the concept because it does not make sense to them. So there's many things that are happening now that we look at as normal, but in back home and with the elders, they see it as a dysfunction. They see it as almost like a retardation of the human species and what's considered normal for us. Many things that are considered normal for us because it does not make sense when you compare it to the natural order of things. So they have very interesting um, reactions to different things that are going on in the West. But the bottom line is they understand how critical um, in the time that we're in, how critical it is to get or to attempt to get everyone a little removed um, from the education here in the West and closer to the nature of who they really are. So not everybody can, uh, can go to your Earth Center schools, unfortunately. So to the listeners who uh, really want to make changes and restore some balance, uh, what, what would you say to those, those people in the Western world? Well, you know, we have schools right now in the United States in five different um, states. And we usually answer the call whenever there's a demand. We answer the call. We have many people that have gone through the initiations for many years and that are trained and they are teachers. Um, so depending on the demand, we try to supply the demand um, and open up an earth center in a specific locations. Specifically, if it's more than one person that is interested, if it's just one person in the past, those if it was just one person, usually they would even travel and relocate to where we already have an established school. But if it's more than one person, if there's a great demand, we'll even open a location, a school in that location. So just give us the website, uh, Big Buy, for, for those centers. It's www or triple W, as you said, Peter. I like that. <laughs> triple W dot the earth center dot com that's triple w dot t h e earth center dot com all one word and what sort of activities would take place in the earth center well we teach all of these things that i mentioned um and that's just the, the school aspect of we have three divisions we have the Utam school of comedic philosophy and spirituality which deals with the mystery school systems of the Nile and Niger Valleys. That's our spiritual arm. Uh, well, the entire organization is a spiritual organization, but that's the learning, um, the educational aspect of it. And then we have another division, Firefly Productions. We produce magazines um, of culture and spirituality. We produce um, calendars, for instance, the sidereal calendar 
um, which is the oldest calendar um, in existence. Um, we produce that every year. We bring that out. And we just brought one out on September the 11th, which is the traditional new year. And we produce CDs, um, DVDs, many things, media, basically, that um, if you can't be a part of the school as a student, you can at least still get little things here and there that will give you more insight into what we're doing. And then we have another division, which is Uncosta Natural Healing, which is our healing division, where, you know, People, they come with different issues, whether it's health issues or whether it's spiritual issues. And we work with them to solve these issues. So there's a variety of different dynamics that um, that we offer and that we provide um, to those that are looking for help. Thank you. So, Iritar, can you share a little bit about how the ancient knowledge of your bloodline continues uh, ceremonies today to, to maintain this balance? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. I might, I might say, yeah, I can speak on it, but really, the right now, and uh, as we, we're talking, and uh, as the way the humanity, you know, is, uh, I mean, the tendency humanity is uh, taking, uh yeah our bloodline has been working very hard you know like uh from temples to temples from deities to deities from uh places to places to make sure the balance of uh, uh to contribute with some positive energies in uh, in the balance of uh, uh of the earth and the universe but really it's not just uh, about it's not just about uh, mainly my my bloodline, my my ancestors and my my my, my parents. It's just uh, a very big network of uh, uh, high traditional priests who are like in uh, in the like hiding, really, like this, like a, a network that is not really like uh, known, like uh, explicit. It's just like a network that's like you know close on itself and doing the work, trying to really like, keep everything you know in balance. And that's like the job. That's the only job they have in the existence, and they're ready to just like uh, sacrifice themselves, sacrifice their whole destiny, their whole life existence to just be there sitting under a tree try to capture the 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 the, the, the energies of uh, of the earth and you know the energies of the universe or the planets and things like that to make sure there's still like a good you know and positive harmony between you know everything so really that's the main reason that's the main reason the earth center came to you know meet now like uh, how do you call the the great gathering and uh, you know trying to and meet many other uh, uh, spiritual movement and traditional movement and traditional people movements to really uh, start maybe what I might call a spiritual revolution because really uh, that's the only 
thing that is missing right now in the modern uh, life, in modern societies. That's really, really missing. And uh, that's the main reason we're coming together. We are trying to reach out uh, all of the high traditional people, spiritual people, to work together, find, uh, you know, uh, you call like uh, ways to real ways and means to really like uh, you know get to 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 work you know to make sure our the next generation to come will be coming and you know finding this uh, world in a perfect shape. Otherwise, we just like you know set for you know self destruction. So that that's really like what I, I'm, I can say on you know yeah, uh, that question. Thank you, Rizal. That's great. We're coming up to our final break now. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Having a fascinating discussion today with Big Byron Iritar from the Dogon peoples. And we mentioned the word Bayou Ali earlier in the program. And Iritar, perhaps you could just tell us what that means to you. Uh, yeah, to, to all of us in, uh, in the tribe, the Bayou Ali is uh, this channel. This energetic channel uh, that is uh, crucial and like uh, very important for any living being on earth and any thing that is not like living to like material and non-material. So the Bayouali is uh, uh, the channel through which every in the universe receive the dialogue from everything in the universe. So whenever there is anything that exists in the universe, that same thing projects 
some energies and we talk about the yellow that's like the counterpart of uh, the the bayouali so the bayouali and the yenu are like two forces two energetic forces or two energetic channels that uh, ensure the balance of uh, uh, life and existence on earth and uh, in the universe so this is a uh, what uh, our ancestors have been, you know, uh, working on, using to really like understand how to preserve life on on Earth, and it's just like a very deep and high uh, technical uh, science that they learn and uh, they master it and they use it to really like preserve everything that is living on earth a human being or a thing that doesn't have like a, a bioally is uh, something that doesn't even exist anything that doesn't have a bioally is uh, set for death or what we call self-destruction so uh, it's a really a big topic and uh, this is something maybe for, uh, for the future uh, program. We can just choose uh, the topic, you know, to talk about the Bayouali and the Yenu. Just talk about it and really go in uh, in depth for people to really like uh, uh, understand it. But really, for just for right now, people should understand that this is something that keep human beings on, uh, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will certainly do that in the future. So, Big Bye, I know that you wanted to pass a message on to everybody about not coming to conclusions. Just tell us about that. Yes. You know, um, Peter, after going through the initiations um, many years ago, and I've been going around the United States um, for many years as well, um, speaking, I meet different people in different circles, and they all have different perspectives on what really is and many of them come to conclusions and um, this is something that I think is very dangerous for any human being um, to do because everything that we think or say is all based on what we've been exposed to but there's more than what we have not been exposed to than what we have been exposed to so you know, I would like for all of your listeners to give that some thought um, and to be open to other realities outside of what be able to see, feel um, or hear, because there's so much more that is out there. Everything is in a constant state of transformation or becoming and none of the earth and us, we're not finished products because we all have a goal, even though we may not know what that goal is. Um, there's a goal that is there and to stay open and do not conclude on anything because it's just based on what you've been exposed to, which is very, very little. And so keeping an open mind and an open heart is absolutely critical at this time. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming up to the end of the show. Just a final word from you, Iritar, and then you, Big Bai. Just a couple of sentences because we're almost at the end of the show. What would your final comments be? 
Yeah, my final comment is, uh, you know, the same thing we always say, like, you know, what, what can we really say that has not been, you know, said already. And uh, we just human beings, and we have a brain, and uh, yeah, we need to use that brain and uh, understand and try to project ourselves for, to see what is going to be tomorrow for the, the future generation to come. Thank and, you. And once we're able to do that, we will see and we will find solution to really like, uh, you know, stop whatever is there, killing, destroying life, you know, on earth. Thank you. I, I really appreciate your time today, Irita, and yours, Big Bai, for supporting us. And also Miriam Delicado, who is behind the scenes in supporting uh, us on this sacred journey. And also the coming of the Great Gathering, where many of the indigenous peoples and people who are on the awakening path will come together in the very near future. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. It's been an absolute uh, beautiful opportunity for us to connect to these real authentic people in the world and we thank you so much Big Bye and Iritar for your time today. My guest next week is Dr. Meg Blackburn returning for another chat about her latest book which will also as always will be very interesting. Hope you have a great week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tong for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network